0: professional yeah okay let's do this what the fuck is up duelists uh welcome to pod of greed presented by kyber corp our lord and masters who we all reveal hail capitalism hail satan i'm sarah mcclintock aka (laughs) when you're a gamer you game all the way from your first duel in deck to the last card you play
1: amazing (laughs)
0: I've been working uh, on One Side Story all week, alright.
1: And I'm Argyle, aka Muscle Contest.
0: Oh my god, yes, that was my favourite line. Um, okay, where are my notes? Let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! Let's
1: talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! folks. This
0: show that I haven't watched in two weeks.
1: <sighs> it was Ooh, uh, sorry. kind of a mm, a middle-of-the-road set of episodes. Like, not great, not too bad either. The first one was bad, actually. The second one was like, you know, it was all right.
0: Like as I just said to you, which I think bears repeating on the podcast, the first episode made me want to die. <laughs> I watched it until halfway through, up until the a point which I think you'll probably know what point I'm talking about. I just stopped what I just stopped taking notes. I take a guess. And just like set myself face down on my bed and ended my turn, <laughs> and like refused to take any more notes. <laughs> And then you know, kudos to Jurgenit for giving me the strength to like rewatch it and actually make notes this time because you boys are so strong for for watching bad content and being able to talk about it. So I've got a high
1: tolerance it. for just complete dog shit. So. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, uh, this week. We are discussing episodes 19 and 20 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 0, the 1998
0: anime. Thank you, Um, So the first episode was called Big Melee, colon, Popularity Contest. Um, and I saw that title and I was like, oh, Popularity Contest, this'll be, like, a bit funny. And instead it was just... bad. Oh.
1: Um, it wasn't so, a popularity yeah. contest, even. It was a fucking beauty pageant. Use the correct terminology. Yeah, maybe that
0: was... Maybe that's just, like, a translation thing, I assumed? I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Whatever. But, so, yeah, the intro... The intro? The episode opens with Miho getting a love note?
1: In her gym locker, I I think. Because, like, it's got a pair of shoes in there.
0: Yeah. And, like, she gets the note, and then... I don't know. The gang are like, "Oh, love note," and then like in the background, this other girl opens her locker, and it just like it's like Star Trek letters. Trouble with Tribbles.
1: <laughs> A bunch of letters and like gifts pour out and just all over the yeah. floor. And we find out her name is Karuko Sama. Uh, and yeah. she and her like two crony friends—they all look like Android eighteen's long-lost sisters. If you get what I mean.
0: I mean no no I don't no. i but I'm assuming that's the that's the, the bad game that Sam keeps talking about. Or is it the good game that Sam keeps talking about? No,
1: no, not Detroit Become Human. Ah. I'm talking about Dragon Ball.
0: Oh right. Okay. Look
1: up Android eighteen. Oh
0: wait. I have actually seen those because um I was watching some YouTube video on like why Dragon Ball Z is the best thing ever and they were featured in it. Okay. But yeah, the next note I have is that Honda wants a budget for the beautification the Well, also club. we
1: we find out that Kaoruko is the most popular student in school, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's the Regina George of Domino City. I don't know what that Miami means!
1: Whatever. Is that a Mean What's Girls? Mean
0: Girls? Yeah, bitch! I've never seen Mean, mean Girls. girls. Good. <laughs>
1: um,
0: is this the revenge for not knowing, me not knowing who Android 18
1: was? Uh, um, yes. I mean... Um. So there's a oh. yeah. There's a student council meeting, and Tristan wants a budget hike for the Beautification Club.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, uh, he's like talking about like, oh, the Beautification Club, blah blah blah. And meanwhile, the vice president is just looking at like this kind of wank bank photo of Kaoruku Like, <laughs> yeah, he's fucking like um, licking his
1: lips and sweating and putting his hand in his pants. Like. It's disgusting. He's not paying attention at all to Tristan and his important speech about how the Beautification Club needs more money. And we also find out that he's embezzling funds and using student council money to fund a Kairuko fan club.
0: I didn't really see that as embezzling. I just saw it as, like, a bad... I mean, it is a school fan club, so, like, (laughs) I guess.
1: Yeah, but he's not supposed to be using the money for that. (laughs)
0: Okay, yeah, true, I don't true. think. It's, yeah. Um, so at some point, Honda is like, who the fuck is that? Surely you know that, like, Miho is the most beautiful girl in school or some shit. Um,
1: yeah, and they just get all up in each other's faces like, no, no, Kauruko is the most beautiful, Mio's is the most beautiful, it's bullshit. And so they decide to have a popularity contest completely uh, without, like, the girl's consent or anything. They just kind of decide right then and there to do it.
0: Yeah, it's like the show is just like, it, like the stakes are if Miho wins the popularity contest, the Beautification Club will have its budget increased, and like, this isn't how schools should be run.
1: Yeah, it it's uh. it's dumb. Um, I guess Honda doesn't have anything to lose in this because he doesn't say what'll happen if uh, Kalsuko wins. Karugo. oh I but he'll lose
0: like me miho will lose the miho-chan lose hike no oh no i'm honda and i'm a fucking creep something like that who knows
1: and then it cuts to the hallway and just everyone is crowding around a poster for this uh this popularity contest and joey's standing in the background like wow everybody sure has a lot of free time huh like just standing out in the hall talking about a beauty contest
0: yeah, I do like how the prize for the like winning the beauty contest is tickets to go see Beauty on the Beast on Broadway, and I'm like.
1: Yes. I don't know if it's on Broadway. Dude, I, I think it's, it's like it's... an off-Broadway production of it, like in Domino City. I do. Probably. I know.
0: Anzu did does mention like later on the episode she's like it's a Broadway she show. It's so a so Broadway of show, but compute. like
1: that doesn't mean that it's necessarily yeah. playing in Broadway. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, the, yeah, the reason Anzu decides to compete is because she wants Beauty and the Beast tickets because she's a big musical theater nerd like Obviously. myself, Love Anzu. And then Joey's <laughs> reason for wanting to participate, he's like, yeah, I'm in trouble for damaging a buddy's bike and I need the We money? never
1: learn who that buddy is. He just, he fucking broke somebody's bike and now he needs to pay them back. So he wants to sell the tickets.
0: <laughs> like, it's so on brand. Um... Yeah, uh, but, yeah, he, is, he is took this Misty's
1: is... bike and it got zapped by Pikachu and just completely wrecked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's canon. Um, so I think, like, he goes to, like, sign up and they're like, um, this isn't uh, a muscle contest, Jonuichi. This is a popularity be. contest, I'm...
1: not a muscle contest.
0: And Joey's just like, muscle contest now!
1: Yeah, he's like, well, okay, if I can't be in a popularity contest, then let's turn this into a muscle contest. Meaning he's gonna beat the shit out of the guy that's, like, taking registrations.
0: <laughs> yeah, is this where he, like, leans across the table and just, like, grabs him? Yeah, like, he grabs him the by his collar contest. and just
1: hoists him into the air.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I love it. And I think, like... After that, in the episode, uh, Honda is, like, going up to Miho and is like, Oh my god, so Miho, you're like, you're totally gonna win! Blah, 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 Miho, popularity contest! And Miho's just like, what? I'm not participating. Uh, um, no, Miho! Miho, you it. gotta
1: enter the contest! You gotta win, and when you win, you uh, a boy gets to escort you on the stage. Will you let me escort you on the stage when you win, Miho? Miho, please, please, please? And she's just like, no. I don't. No. What?
0: No? She just doesn't give a shit. I don't want
1: to enter. Like... I don't give a shit. I don't want tickets to this dumb play i don't watch plays like no
0: oh yeah miho doesn't like musicals and she's dead to me
1: (laughs) and the vice Um, president uh goes to karuko to like she wants he wants to show up these like uppity lower classmen and show them who's really the boss around here because they're third years and like tristan and everyone else are first years it's extremely creepy and shit it's awful so Yugi is kind of caught between cheering for Anzu and for Joey. Or well like he's saying he's gonna cheer for Anzu, but Joey's like, no, you have to cheer for me. No. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't yeah. cheer for Joey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really like this is later on in the episode, but there's the part where like everyone's like presenting their something they're like something routine on stage and like whenever Anzu goes out of the crowd are like Yes, polite applause, apart from in the background where you could just hear Yugi going,
1: Oh, uh, yeah, Yugi's fucking screaming his brains out. We'll get to that, but it's probably the best part of the episode.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I just woke my cat up. He looks so scared. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so,
1: Yugi is just yeah. uh, walking by and he sees Tristan after school, like crying because Miho won't enter the competition, so. He's gonna try and convince Miho to get in a competition, so Tristan can walk her on stage.
0: Yeah, and is this the point when they're on the street and, like, Ryo Bakura finally shows up in the series?
1: Yeah, like, um, Yugi and Miho meet up and they're gonna go get, like, something to drink. But then Yugi's, uh, the Millennium Puzzle starts shooting beams at some mysterious guy. Uh, who, we don't find out his name, but it is, in fact, Bakura.
0: It, like, the Millennium Puzzle does, like, a really cool, like, laser beam shootout that, like, goes towards Bakura's chest. Exactly. And Yugi's like, huh, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and the guy Um, walks
1: up and he's like, hey, I I didn't, like, hurt you or anything, did I? Uh, I kind of lose my memory sometimes and I, you know, it's, it's really weird. I'm sorry. Uh. (laughs)
0: god i love bakura and he's just like he's so aware that he has like uh like a problem with the capital p he's like yeah sometimes like whenever i see people like they go into comas or they get hurt and i don't remember (laughs) and yugi's like "Hmm, same hat
1: yeah like i I like bakura a lot and it's a shame that he's possessed by this evil spirit because like he does seem like just a really sweet guy
0: God, he's just such a- I can't wait to, like, get more of him, like, later on. Oh, um
1: goodness. And he turns around, and uh, Miho sees him, and just immediately falls head over heels for him.
0: Yes, like, the first thing Miho does is like, "Oh, hey, you date me.
1: Yeah, and she's um, like, oh, hey, 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 mystery guy, uh, I'm gonna be entering this beauty contest, and, and the winner uh, gets to be escorted on stage by a boy- so, uh, whenever I win, I'm definitely gonna win. Will you be my escort? And he doesn't say anything, but... Yeah. Um.
0: And then, like, she walks off, chanting, fight, 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 but I can't remember why.
1: Just cause she's, she's, like, confident she's gonna win the contest now, and she wants to do it.
0: Oh, is she just so pumped up, she's just started <laughs> chanting fight, fight, fight to yeah, herself? Yeah,
1: Bakura just walks off, and now y- Yugi's kinda left on his own, and he starts wondering, like... What the deal was with the puzzle and like how the guy loses his memory and stuff, but then he's just like, eh, never mind, whatever, just yeah. ignores it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: we cut to the next day at the popularity contest,
0: that's the one, and then Yugi's like, no one wants to see Joey in a bikini. Oh,
1: well, that's not what he says. Um, so. Uh we're kind of shit no wait
0: that's later shit, that's later. Yeah, we get
1: kind of a scan over the crowd and the beautification club is all going to be cheering for Miho, obviously, because Tristan leads it. Uh and they Mm -hmm. will in fact like be defending her with their life. So they will be fighting to the death over this. Uh and then Kaoruko what the hell is her name? Is it Kaoruko?
0: It's Kaoruko, yeah.
1: Kaoru... yeah Kaoruko. Kaoruko's fan club will also be fighting to the death and then uh Yugi and uh, a bunch of the girls are cheering for Anzu and they're just like being really nice about it like they're not they're not fighting it's over like, the death aw. for the death or anything they're just like yeah we're with you Yugi we're all cheering for Anzu
0: This is so sweet
1: And then Joey climbs on stage and he's like hey there's not just girls in this competition I need you to vote for me so I can win the tickets and he gets booed off stage because it's just like I, I guess it's a beauty pageant, whatever.
0: Like, he's just greeted with like silence and then booing, and it's so savage. Um, and then this is the point where like Anzu comes up, and the people are like, Yay! And Yugi just screams, Anzu, like, I don't know. Well, no, first we,
1: we go backstage, and uh, Miho and Anzu are hanging out, like, they're getting ready. And Karuko walks up and she's like, uh, well, don't be so confident that you're going to win because, like, I'm obviously the most popular girl in the school. And Miho's like, well, you know, it's, it's not like we're in a competition over skin tightness or anything. And (laughs) Karuko gets pissed. This,
0: this is why I've got Miho is Savage written down again. Like I just had that note and I was like trying to rack my brains to remember why I just wrote down Miho is Savage in all caps in my notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the they bring out the girls just for like to show who the competitors are. Kalsuko gets a bunch of cheers, Joey uh doesn't get any cheers, it's just silence. Anzu, uh, she gets she gets a good amount of cheering, and obviously Yugi just fucking screaming his brains out. Like yeah, Anzu Um <laughs> It's amazing. I love it. (laughs) Uh,
0: Uh, So precious. What does Miho get? Like, probably just... Oh wait, is Honda going fucking batshit for it?
1: It's the whole club. Like, it's kind of more of a general crowd thing. We don't really get specific Honda, I think.
0: Yeah. And then, like, the next part of the contest is, like, a dance thing? I think.
1: Um, well, first... What before that, uh, Kalsuko is like consulting with no, Kauruko. Fuck, Kauruko consulting with oh, her whatever. like cronies, and they're kind of going over what demographics cheered for who. And I, I didn't really write them all down, but Anzu does have like apparently half of the female students. So that's like twenty five percent of the school. She's just got you know, <laughs> like it seems like she's got it yeah. pretty down but uh unfortunately the next round is yeah the it, it's like a point at which dance I stopped
0: pr- watching the episode huh is the point at which I stopped watching the episode oh that's
1: when you stopped watching <laughs> when kalsuko it was uh fuck it's Kaoruko. no
0: it it was it was it was more it was more jo- it was Joey. oh yeah that's fair
1: yeah i forgot about that i was yeah, so Karuko does a geisha performance, whatever. Then Joey comes out in yeah, a dress, she does... and he's wearing he, he, bad he, makeup, he... like a like a like a funny crossdresser or a trans person, maybe.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. like literally. I just fucking just yeah. Although, okay, two points that I want to say: A. Joey has the smallest waist out of anyone in the competition. B. He does very much say. Hi, my name is Paplin Monlo in English.
1: He he says um, what?
0: Hi, my name is Paplin Monlo. I did not hear that. That's that's what he said. That is the exact words he <laughs> says. Um, and fine? that was uh, that was like actually okay, yeah, that's that's kind of funny. I there guess upset the the you're doing a funny drag. Yeah, um, so the crowd
1: gets mad at him and starts throwing shit at him, and one guy throws a pie they in his trash. face. Like, literally throws, like, a pie at his face. I don't know where the guy got it. But uh, Joey just flies into the crowd and starts beating the shit out of everyone.
0: I do like, first of all, I like how the Marilyn Monroe hair that Joey was wearing was a wig and not just his normal hair, despite the fact that the wig was smaller (laughs) than his normal hair. He takes off the wig and his hair is
1: just completely normal (laughs) under it.
0: Yeah, his hair is larger than yeah. the wig, and then I like how he jumps into the audience to fight the haters. Yeah, because um, we get
1: like, like a like we he... get like a profile of the crowd, and Joey just kind of stationary zooms across the top of them. <laughs> he just he <laughs> yeah. just flies over the crowd.
0: He literally. Um... Yeah, this is when I this is when I had stopped watching and then went back to watching. So we resume my notes, and they're like a little bit better because I was inspired by the struggle that Jerganet goes through on a weekly basis to take better notes. Hell yeah! Um, uh,
1: believe in the Jerganet that believes in you. So Joe, <laughs> yeah, Joey gets disqualified for abandoning the stage. Uh, so now next up is Anzu, and she's gonna do a hip hop dance.
0: This is my impersonation <laughs> of Anzu's music. It's not the music she chose yeah, because somebody Howard switched the tape, tape
1: um, and a folk yeah. song comes on instead. And she's just completely lost. Yuki is like he's really confident that Anzu can do it, but she's just she just is frozen, and she walks off, and she's yeah. disqualified too.
0: Like. Same hat, Yugi, because, like, the answer I have known and come to know and love in the past uh, 19 episodes is someone who is, like, steadfast and, like, strong, and is a very quick thinker, and, like, would absolutely be able to improvise a cool hip-hop dance to this folk music tune, yeah. so, like, I am bummed out that, like, the episode decided that, like, she just runs away because the episode needed somewhere to have Miho and Karu could compete with each other directly without Anzu being involved.
1: would have Anzu uh, would have won easily, in my opinion. This,
0: this is not my... this is not my canon. Um... Miho, anyway, miho does, does a, like a spinning yeah stick she does thing. a baton
1: twirling routine whatever it's boring uh and then there's a bikini contest fuck that joey had a flower pattern bikini is gonna do fuck that uh miho uh looks in her locker and her swimsuit has been shredded uh, i hate this um tristan sucks i do i
0: do want to mention how Whenever Joey like sits down and is like, oh, I had a bikini pattern prepared for this, Yugi says the words, I don't, I don't, I don't, anyone wants to see that, in like the smallest voice I've ever heard a human being <laughs> say. Um, he doesn't want to
1: upset his friends.
0: That was, that was pretty good to me. Um, yes, yeah, so, it's so, on which I mean, who's swimsuit, Karyaku is like, sexy, there's baby close-ups, I want to die. Yeah,
1: like it, it zooms in bad. on her crotch and on her chest. Uh, I hate it. Uh, Also, the entire time since we're outside, there are of course just locusts in the background. It's—I do actually kind of like it. It's very uh, realistic.
0: Like every time I hear that, I just think of Evangelion because Evangelion did that, and it was like the first time I'd I'd ever heard that sound effect, and I was like, "What the fuck is this buzzing noise?" I'm trying to look at Shinji Kari.
1: (laughs) Well, I I didn't know that they were supposed to be locusts. Locusts. So, like, I can sympathize. All right. It, it it just okay. makes Is it that, uh, so, more realistic for me.
0: So those are locusts, right?
1: Pretty sure, yeah.
0: Okay, I did, don't think I knew that until now. <laughs> I've learned something today. Yeah, so
1: Miho's uh, bikini was shredded, but she comes out, and she's wearing a mermaid costume. Uh, and we find out...
0: Costume department, Save the day, yeah. as always. She got Can't it from the, the drama
1: club. Yeah the drama department or whatever. Woo woo. And everyone is losing their minds. It's amazing. They love it. Uh Tristan falls into the pool and drowns. Rip. Uh yeah.
0: Sadly, and, he doesn't die. Yeah, so
1: she clearly wins that round. Uh so she's getting ready for the next the the next round, which is formal fashion. So like, you know, just fancy dresses and stuff. And uh someone is here to see her, apparently. So she obviously assumes that it's Bakura, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like she gets all excited. I think she goes through like a fantasy at this point in her head of like her and Bakura like marching up the fucking hill yeah, together like, or whatever. He's in
1: a suit and he looks all pretty and she looks pretty and everything. He
0: does look he does look very pretty. Um Can I just say that like Miho's dress is like it's a bad dress. Like she's yeah, ne- she's right. never gonna win with that. It's her.
1: not. It's not a good dress.
0: And then yeah, she goes out back, like into the alleyway. Yeah, and, into like, an Kaluku alleyway, just like <laughs> jumps up from behind her and chloroforms her in like the classic cartoon way. Yeah.
1: Um. Calru. Ka- what is her fucking name? Is it Calsuco or Calruco? Because I I kept I wasn't I friend down paying Kaoruco. attention. Yeah, it's Calruco. I kept not paying attention while I was typing, and I typed Calsuco a bunch of times.
0: Usually I, like, give them, like, funny, like, other nicknames because I can never remember names of anyone. But actually, today, this week, I wrote down the actual letters that consisted of her name instead of just being, like, Oh, Regina George or whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she chloroforms Miho. And then rips her dress. Karuku's dress is... Yeah, that's... Eh, whatever. I want to say, Karuku's dress is fucking boring as well. Like, they're both bad dresses. Yeah. Fuck this. Um, and then... At some point, Yugi is like, oh my god, where's Miho?
1: Yeah, and he, um, he runs out and goes... he finds Miho. And she's been chloroformed.
0: And how the f- fuck does Yugi know what chloroform smells like?
1: Um, Did he get chloroformed that one time? Who got chloroformed before? Somebody oh, did. Oh shit,
0: he might have, I mean... It's statistically likely, likely that Yugi would have been chloroformed in this show, actually.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, so he immediately knows that Kausuko did it. Uh, fuck, Kaoruko did it, because there's a flower petal sitting on the ground, and he, he recognizes it from her bouquet. And it's oh, Yami yeah. time. Uh, he yeah immediately turns into Yami and grabs the, like some, the flower petal some, and...
0: There's some really good, like... 동, pshoo, like noises on this yummy transformation um it's pretty cool, and actually because I spent most of today because like I had a die off, so I didn't know what to do with myself, so like the whole day today, I've been like making gifts of every single yummy transformation from this Hell series yeah. because they're very good and I like they them are good. this is like the first time since like episode since the golfing episode and since like episode five or six or something that we've seen like the cool shadow thing with the yeah. eyes like, yeah
1: yeah i love the shadow um, thing it's it's really good
0: and it's good it's good um yeah and then there's the there like yami goes to the whatever the pageant's being yeah held, uh miho is late there. for the
1: stage if she doesn't show up she'll be disqualified obviously
0: blah 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 standard shit the Um, wind
1: like blows dramatically around karuko and then yami yami's hand sticks out from the shadow with a flower petal i
0: love i love how yami can like harness the power of the winds like just to be dramatic
1: (laughs) yeah Um, and it's very now it's game time it's
0: time for the yami no game um and the game is some bullshit with roses where like Kaoruku's holding a bunch of roses and Yami's like we'll take turns drawing from roses we can draw one to three roses and whoever draws the last rose wins or loses either. yeah
1: it's a uh, it's a Mario uh-huh. Party mini game again oh, oh. oh.
0: <laughs> it's another the Mario Party know. Two
1: mini game uh I, to all you fans out there all you gamers
0: to all you gamers. <laughs> Same hat. Um, and yeah, so, and like she... so they,
1: they draw roses for a while, and it's down to six. And so basically, no matter how many Yami draws, uh, Karuko will win because she can just draw enough to get it down to one. or It's down to five, I think, actually.
0: Something like that. She's just like, if if you draw two, I'll draw three and you'll be left with one. But if you draw... Like, yeah. like It's a thing where she's like, oh, I've backed you into a corner, like, the last box in the knots and crosses can only be an X type of bullshit. Yeah, and so they do it, Um, and,
1: uh, actually, (laughs) Yami takes the flower- she has a flower in her hair, and Yami takes that, because he didn't specify that it could only be from the bouquet. It- just any of the flowers that she had.
0: I, like, honestly, like, this pisses me off, because, um- she just, she loses the game, like, fair and square. She doesn't cheat. She doesn't, like, try and, like, hurt Yami in any way, which is, like, the other reasons for a punishment game. Like, I swear to God, like, in one of the other episodes, like, Yami played a game with someone and, like, they lost and he's, like, like, he didn't, like, he punishes people for cheating and not for losing, and she didn't cheat. She just lost. And, I think it's more because like, also, she
1: cheated um, at the beauty pageant than anything. Like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm also like I'm I feel like I'm like yeah, I mean you didn't explain the rules very clearly. This isn't fair. Fuck you.
1: I mean, also, yeah, Fuck this episode. It's a trick, but like it's clever. I like it. <laughs> um yeah, so the door of darkness and has opened and uh it it makes Karuko old and wrinkly and ugly because eh, she's ugly on the inside. And
0: uh, it's like there's like a callback to like the savage burn that Miho gave her about her skin halfway through the episode. Yeah, because her
1: skin gets really Um, loose. And Yami is like, yeah, beauty's fleeting, so you know.
0: Yeah, and there's like an animation of like snakes or some shit curling around her wrist. Yeah, that's a little weird. And then, Yeah, yeah, and like she goes onto stage and like horror film Carrie style, like, pulls a bucket of water onto Yeah, herself, they're an, they're, they're announcing like the winner because he has
1: been disqualified, and they open the curtain, and Kairuko, Kairuko is standing there with uh, ropes in her arms, and she pulls the ropes and dumps water on her head, and she just looks, like, really ashamed of herself, and everybody, it's kind of a kind of a Pyrrhic victory, if you will. Pyrrhic victory? I don't know how to pronounce that shit.
0: I, I thought it was Peric, but... I also don't know what that means.
1: It's like, she so, won, whatever. but at what cost? You know?
0: Oh, okay. Like, okay. she's
1: She looks Wing. really just depressed.
0: Yeah, and like, that's that I guess. Whatever. Cool beans. Um, what is good, and I really do like about the end of this episode, is that like, um, Becker is there, I think, at one point? Um,
1: no, yeah, Bakura's not there. Yugi is just like he knows that there's a gap in his memory, and he's concerned about it. So he does. He goes back to thinking about Bakura and what he was saying.
0: Yeah, and like I, I like that about this episode. Yeah, and like
1: starting this kind of plot,
0: starting the cool Bakura arc that I fucking love, and yeah. Also, Mokoba's there. Yeah, at the end of there's the a car
1: driving by, and Mokoba. Mokuba, um, Kaiba's younger brother, obviously is in the car, and he did he we notices... already
0: meet him? I don't know. In the in season zero, I don't think so. I like can't remember. It's all I think I made a, I made the really bad decision of starting reading the Jewel, Jewelist Kingdom manga part, and now everything's like jumbled up in my head, and I can't remember what happens where or what goes the fuck on. It's bad. Uh oh, yeah, well. so Mokuba's
1: driving by and he he's like, Hey, that's that's the guy that uh kicked my brother's ass, isn't it? Ah well. Um and he has like uh, a couple of capsules in his hand. Are those the capsule monsters? Yeah, he's I like... don't remember.
0: Yeah, they're they're capsule monsters, capsules, and he's like fiddling them like the cool coin trick or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um He's so small. I love, I love Mokuba. I can't, like, he's in the next episode a bit.
1: And, yeah, Mokuba's good. Not I, in season I, I, zero, he's actually kind of an asshole here, inexplicably. Um, see,
0: I think, I think I really like how in this, like, the next episode, he's just, like, fucking tiny. Like, the only person in the series who's allowed to be smaller than Yugi, he's just wearing, like, a Creole de Vil robe, and he's like, I'm kind of <laughs> brother! Capsule Monsters! Way. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, so yeah, the the next episode... Uh, episode twenty. Title: It appears the most powerful ultimate trump card. <laughs> it's quite the title.
0: Oh yeah, I did write this down. Yeah, I like it. It's very dramatic. Um, also in the um sub in the version that I watched because like I like downloaded some episodes because I wanted to make gifts out of them. Um, in these versions there are like translation notes to the intro themes. And like it says, what the words of the title song mean. Oh, like it translates
1: um, the the LP too. Yeah, yeah, mine did that. And
0: there there was, there was a good line that says, "From the darkness, another me is created." And I like to see that. And I like how in the show, the way they refer to Yami Yugi is just like other Yugi or other me. Yeah,
1: cool Yugi. I just find that
0: really cute. Yeah, cool Yugi. The Yugi and the cooler Yugi.
1: Episode um, 20 we open on an old man in a pod.
0: Yeah, like it's the thing from Akira and it's like Kaiba's granddad?
1: No, I think it's like his weird dead? butler guy.
0: Yeah, like he calls him I think like Juson throughout the episode I think he I think, I think he just
1: I think he just works for the Kaiba family.
0: Yeah. Uh so but like he's Yeah, the- so
1: he's like We kind of zoom in on his head and he's dreaming about, like, playing chess with Kaiba and, like, teaching him how to game and how to win at games by using his bitterness and anger.
0: Yeah. And, like, it's really, it's quite wholesome because Kaiba's just, like, this really happy, smiley kid who fucking loves games.
1: Um... Yeah. uh, It kind of is, but, like, we do also get the part where he tells him to use his anger to win at games and stuff, which is a little strange uh
0: give into your anger Kaiba. But there is
1: also like, you know, a, a part where, you know, he's just uh like on a swing, like Kaiba's on a swing and he's pushing him and, you know, they're having fun. Like it, it's not all bad. And he calls him like Bokama or Bochama, something like that. I don't know what that means, B- but he's he calling him that.
0: Yeah, it's like his like pet name for Kaiba and it's 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 cute.
1: Yeah, so Mokaba uh, he's messing with those capsules again or whatever, and he's talking to Kaiba about, uh, three of their Elite Four have been beaten, and now they have to go duel their rival, Omegatown, another gaming company, over vital gaming secrets, uh.
0: Yes, so, um, it's kind of shown that, like, business deals in this world are apparently done via Yami Games.
1: At least this one. Like- it, I don't think it's actual Shadow Games, but he does call it a Shadow Game.
0: Like they call it a shadow game, and like I was kind of like, first of all, what the fuck is that? And two, only Yammy's allowed to do the Yammy no yeah. game. And three, this is probably a better system than late capitalism. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, <laughs> we should just do this. Some of us are socialists, some of us are capitalists, and some of us are gamers.
1: <laughs> you can only pick one. The so
0: <laughs> yeah, you can only pick one.
1: Yeah. So a bunch of like. The contents of, like, their future games are at stake, I guess. Uh, And also, their dad will be returning soon, and he is pissed at Kaiba.
0: Yeah, so they go, and in order to do the Shadow Deal business game, they go to wake up. um, Yeah, um, Kaiba says
1: he doesn't need Mokuba's help because he has his final warrior, who we find out is the old man in the pod. Uh, they force yeah. drive gel in They verify that all of his force, Mechanical drive, organs drive are working And they open the cocoon Cocoon
0: open. It's, I like how he just says little things in English <laughs> Sorry there was a fly in my room <laughs> um, <laughs> It's night time the light's on And I made the mistake of leaving the That's fair fine.
1: Um, Yeah so the pod The pod opens and we find out His name is Daimon and he is the creepy butler guy.
0: Like, he's just so, like, withered. Like, there's a whole thing in, like, that sequence there where they're like, fake lungs operational, fake blood working, fake feet, fake, fake feet w- <laughs> walking, or something. Force dry and gel like, in. <laughs> um, and it's, like, that one sequence in Akira or something. I never watched Akira. Uh, which... I've watched it so long ago, I can't actually remember what happens. But after that, we like cut to Honda. Women be
1: shopping. The gang are shopping.
0: shopping. Um, Like, Honda's like, oh, Miho, the dress is like the leaves on the breeze of the trees. Yeah, he's making these absurd
1: metaphors to describe (laughs) Miho's beauty or whatever. Fuck it, I hate it. And Anzu's like, hey Yugi, uh which one of these do you think would fit me better? And he's just like, uh, I think they both go really well on you. Your your style is top notch. It's really cute. Like, I ship it.
0: Yugi's the worst friend to go shopping with though. It's like, oh, which would look bad? like mm, I don't know, they'd both like like fuck off. Yeah, Give me I an mean, opinion if I ask bad, for but it. But
1: I think he's cute. I think it's cute.
0: <laughs> I just got annoyed at Yugi for not having an
1: opinion at this. And um, then we cut back then... to the the duel between Kyba Corp and Omega Town, which is an absurd name yeah. for a company, but whatever. And the the yeah. creepy butler Daimon, he will be doing the dueling uh yeah. over they're they're like dueling over disks with these game secrets on them. And obviously they're playing dual monsters.
0: Yeah, and he can only survive for three hours off his life support. So like, they have to get the duel done and get him the fuck back to hospital yeah. before he fucking dies yeah. again. And whoever
1: wins will um, like pretty much have a monopoly over the games industry in the next quarter. Like they say that <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot more business talk than you expect out of a you know a show about playing shadow games. But they also do that in like in the normal anime. So I guess I can't really complain.
0: Yeah, there's a lot more ah, corp- but the world of business. Yeah, there's a lot more
1: corporate politics in Yu-Gi-Oh than you would expect.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's an inherently socialist show, of course. <laughs> yes. So that's who all the villains are.
1: Anzu and Yugi are going to an amusement park. Uh but... y-
0: like, yeah, we kept... <sighs> I love how I, like they're talking about going to the amusement park, and then Yugi like Sees him across the street, <laughs> he's like, "Oh my god, Jill Still Monster's months, merchandise!" Do... and just he just runs straight into traffic. Yeah, and see yeah. Jill so monsters, like, uh,
1: Mokuba is talking to the to Daimon, and they won, obviously. Uh, and we find out that he taught Kaiba everything he knows about games, and that their dad is coming back from Europe, uh, which is why Kaiba couldn't make it to the duel. Um, so. Uh, oh, yeah. They're driving Daimon back to his pod in the hospital or whatever. And <laughs> like we said, yu runs out into traffic to look at Duel Monsters merch. And the car that Daimon's in gets in a wreck. And he's like, he's fucking dead. <laughs>
0: <We> like, cut... <laughs> this little boy runs into traffic and kills an old man instantly. Yeah,
1: so we cut to the hospital and the guy's just... Like, the doctor comes in and he's like, yeah, there's... There's not really anything I can do for him. The guy is already dead. And in fact, he's been dead for years. <laughs> he didn't die from the car crash. <laughs> this... He he was dead before that.
0: Like, this was just... This was the funniest moment in the episode for me, whenever the doctor's just like, he's dead, and Yugi and Anzu are like, WHAT?! <laughs> Don't worry, he's been dead for years.
1: <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, but he's been kept alive by robot organs. He's an android now, uh... And then he wakes up. And he's like, oh, so I'm a zombie, I guess. Whatever.
0: And, like, he wakes up. He looks over at Yugi and just, like, immediately is like, ah, I see you're a gamer. I see you're a gamer.
1: I see those Duel Monsters cards in your pocket.
0: But like I didn't like the, the like between the time when he was like I see your gamer and like I see your the dual monsters like I genuinely thought I was just like oh I guess he just recognizes like this boy's like mass massive hair and like can smell the gaming vibes off him <laughs> and I was just like yep that's legit I wasn't like oh it's weird that he knows Yugi's a gamer I'm like of course oh, he yeah. knows Yugi's a gamer have you fucking yeah, seen this it's, kid?
1: A, it's a fellow true gamer like sniffing out Yugi <laughs> like you know.
0: Like, ah, true gamers can smell each other in the wild. Yeah.
1: So he challenges Yugi to a friendly game of Duel Monsters. It's really cute. Like, it's actually really yeah. nice. Um, he
0: pulls his deck out, and there's some, like, really good frames of animation of just Yugi, like, losing his <laughs> shit at, like, this old man having a Duel Monsters deck. It's really yeah. sweet. Uh,
1: and as they're playing Duel Monsters, Daimon, he he sees the passion in Yugi's eyes, and we, we get kind of a montage of Yugi looking cute, and uh, Daimon reminiscing about how Kaiba used to love games. He used to be such a good kid. Uh, and then, yeah. and then he's done reminiscing, and Yugi's already lost the game.
0: <laughs> it's like really sweet. I love it when like Yugi loses games. Like he's so happy. Yeah, about he just having likes... been allowed to play a yeah, game. he just
1: likes playing games. He doesn't care if he wins or loses.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just dropped the screen cap in the Discord of Lugi, Lugi, Lugi losing his shit at Duel Monsters. I like the old man being like, "Games are what I yeah. live for." They give yeah, me life. Yeah, he's
1: completely reinvigorated um, playing Duel Monsters. By the way, like he's he's quick as a whip as soon as he notices the Duel Monsters cards.
0: Yeah, it's I think it's really sweet that he's like, "Games are life," and like there's earlier on in the episode whenever Kaiba is like, "Games are life. They're what I live for," <laughs> or maybe it's Litter. Um,
1: uh, Daimon gives Yugi some advice. He's like, "Well, you know, I'm really old, and once you get to my age, you kind of learn how to read people. You play really straightforward, but uh, you know."
0: No, he's just like such a simple child. And he's my son. It's
1: really cute. Um,
0: also, also, I want to say that Yugi's eyeliner is popping in this uh, episode, is. and like, it inspired me for when I went out on Saturday night Hell to like yeah. do really good eyeliner. So, that's just... I didn't get any photos, though. So.
1: And then Kaiba and some of his goons bust in the door, and they're going to take... Kaiba
0: busted yeah, in.
1: They're going to take Daimon back to the Kaiba Medical Castle. Um,
0: yeah. And Kaiba goes on, like, a little spiel, um, where he's like, Ah, Yugi, I found you here! I knew we were connected by the Red Thread of Fate! Aha!
1: Yeah, Kaiba being a drama queen as always...
0: Yeah, absolute legend. And then I think we cut to Kaiba Kaiba died, in a cut, helicopter. Do we like I
1: did also call him Kaiba Dan in my notes, so I'm glad you called him that. Uh yeah, so Mokuba is on like the hel- helipad at uh Kaiba Corp. And he's wearing his he's he is wearing these king's robes and shits. And it, it is
0: <laughs> he's he's wearing Corella Deville cosplay.
1: It's a powerful look, but like it is not the same mokuba that i have come to know and love from the, the yeah anime. Uh,
0: but i think i think the reason that i like mokuba so much in the the main anime is just because he did this like he has this like from villain to friend arc which i always love like i love that shit live for that yeah. um sign me the fuck up um yeah do we do we don't we don't learn Daddy Kaiba's name in this episode. That's what his name is. That's mm, Daddy Kaiba, okay. Bad, yeah, sure. <laughs> Do we learn his name in this episode, though?
1: I don't believe so. I forget what his name okay. is.
0: It's, I think it's Gozoboro.
1: That's what I thought it was. I was like, yeah, it's like Gaizoboro or
0: something. But he's just like Dad.
1: Yeah, it doesn't together. matter. He's dad. Um, um so <laughs>
0: and then he's
1: back. They're having a board meeting Kaiba and Kaiba, and Daddy Kaiba and all the the board members and he's like Dad Kaiba is kind of getting on to him for constructing Kaiba Land, this thing that we I believe we only just found all, out about.
0: Can I point out the like iconic classic 90s boardroom design in this episode? You've got that like slightly circular table, the chairs that are like really rectangular, and I just I appreciate it. <laughs> Art 90s anime, thank you.
1: Yeah, it's it's the same boardroom that Neil Breen meets his doctor in. So, Kaiba is constructing Kaiba Land, apparently. And it's gone three times over budget, but he's he's still completing it. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, because this is when Set- Seto Game is life. Kaiba shows up.
1: Yeah, and he Kaiba's convinced that it's going to make money hand over fist. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Everyone in Japan will be coming to it. It won't be a problem. Oh, also, oh, one thing, um, Daddy Kaiba, like he, his, they draw his individual teeth. I don't like to see it. Everybody <laughs> else has like the tooth bar, but Daddy Kaiba has individual teeth, and it, I hate to see it.
0: It's because he's a capitalist and he's hungry to chomp down on that. It's money. really
1: jarring. Like I. T- <laughs> I don't like it, and oh yeah, he is also of course smoking a cigar in this scene because he's a businessman. Got man. a big fat cigar. Yeah, the just chomping down cigar. on that fat cigar. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Kaiba says games are yeah. life uh, but his dad and his dad threatens to take the company back from him. But... Yeah,
0: and Kaiba's just like, my company now, yeah, bitch! And,
1: I, and all the board members get up and stand behind Kaiba, who is like yeah, I guess you are actually the naive one here. And I do he's he starts like walking it. up to him and Daddy Kaiba gets up, turns around, looks out the window, and just immediately gets <laughs> yeah. vertigo and passes out.
0: Like he he just falls over dramatically for like no like real reason. It's just like for the drama. You can see where Kaiba gets it. Yeah,
1: from. and apparently Daddy Kaiba has uh a catchphrase that being those that lose at the game of life have no right to live which i mean for uh a ruthless capitalist scum yeah that makes sense
0: it tracks like here and then um uh oji-chan old man diamond that's his name like wheels up and is like Hey, I came to talk to the... Pre- I don't, he just, They just say some, like, random dialogue and then Kaiba tells him to go beat up Yeah, he, like, like I hey, I came
1: says. to talk to the president, what's going on? Uh whatever, it doesn't matter, just, hey, go duel Yugi. Remember that kid? Go duel him again.
0: He's like, what? That sweet boy with the <laughs> passionate smile, <laughs> yeah. kind eyes from the hospital? Yeah,
1: Daimon's, like, sitting in his pot or whatever, and he's like, ah, uh, I don't really want to do this, like, Yugi's such a pure child, he has, like, such a good smile and i you know i just like you know he's a good kid like why would i want to duel him oh well Yeah,
0: and then he's kind of instantly like oh well i gotta do it for kaiba so i'll just wipe those memories from my brain or
1: something uh and now kaiba has made daimon a nude wheelchair it's a really weird looking wheelchair it's got like a dome on the top oh yeah and like uh, like the thing that you look through at the eye doctor
0: I've never been to eye doctor, so I'll take your word for it. never been
1: to an eye doctor?
0: Um, no. I can just see. (laughs) With my eyes. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: sorry for having eye privilege.
1: Uh, yeah, so Anzu and Yugi are at the amusement park now. They're just running around, having a good time, and Anzu's like, wow, Yugi really is a kid, huh? You're the same age, so, like, come on.
0: The thing is, they decide to go into the monster house... And the fucking, you remember in episode five, whenever uh, Honda slash Tristan really wanted to take Miho to the exhibit museum so that she'd be scared of the mummy and then like fall screaming into Honda's yeah, he, arms? Yeah, Yugi
1: wants to do the same
0: he, thing with Anzu. I hate yeah, it! Yeah,
1: it's not good. He's like, oh, she's, no. this will end up with like a delicious result. I think that's his almost his exact words. And then we cut to the inside with a, like a dinosaur roaring and Anzu screams and hugs Yugi. But she's she actually thinks it's really cute. So.
0: exactly like Miho did in the mummy episode
1: yeah she just likes fuck monsters this. good how girl I,
0: how dare you portray my son like the horny bad person Honda fuck you he would never
1: <sighs> eh, well either way Yuki gets a hug and he's like uh, he's all boned up
0: hmm. anyway Anzu gets kidnapped by Kaiba because of course he she turns goes. his
1: back for five seconds and the dinosaur grabs Anzu <laughs> And yoinks her up into the air, which
0: actually another reference to episode five because like this is the way that the cool monster on the roof of the museum like held Yami whenever he was doing that concentration puzzle thing. That's a callback I do like.
1: Uh, so Yugi is lifted like the tile that Yugi's standing on lifts up into the air onto a platform with Daimon and Kaiba, so they can play dual monsters.
0: Yeah, like, it's kind of like a reverse Tetris-like situation where the things go up and then, like, they're in this dome or something.
1: Yeah, it's weird. So, like, um, the only way to save Anzu is to beat Daimon, and if he doesn't beat him, uh, the Dinobot will eat Anzu. It'll just, like, crouch down on her head.
0: Kaiba has this, like, really strategic where he's, like, it's like he's observed Yami in the wild and made, like, a little list of things that activate Yami. He's like, right, danger, Anzu's gonna get hurt, you have to, and then it's like, boom, the Yami buttons are pressed. And, yeah, like, Anzu you know, is
1: in danger and there's some Yami. kind of game involved to save her. That's That's yeah. the perfect formula for getting Yami to come out.
0: Like he hacks into the Millennium Puzzle, Seto Kaiba hacking theme plays in the background, and like here he is, <laughs> and it's I. This is one of my favorite transformations.
1: Yeah. Um. Describe it.
0: Um, it's like <sighs> game
1: time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. Yugi breathes in and closes his eyes, and then he opens his eyes, and he's Yami now.
0: Yeah, like his hair does like Studio Ghibli like lifty uppy thing, and like. Actually, like you know, the strands stick up as we establish that they do, Max. Pay attention. (laughs) Um, and it's uh, just it's cool, and it's really nice that we get like instead of like cutting away and cutting back, and he's yummy, it's just like we see the progress of the thing. It's it's cool. I actually really want to like rank all the yummy transformations at like the end of the season, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty Um, good.
1: We won't be able to do that after this, obviously, because they just use a stock thing,
0: yeah, depressing, tragic. Yeah. But, like, Yami shows up and he's like, um, uh, Daimon, get beat. I'm gonna beat yeah, you. Yeah,
1: I won't be holding back, old man.
0: Yeah. And Kaiba's just like, aha, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. <laughs> Yami. Um, and then they duel. They duel. And...
1: Uh, Daimon plays Skullbat, which is a really cool monster that I wish showed up in the anime. It's just like yeah. a. a... Yeah. It's just like it has a normal bat head and then it's a skeleton from the neck down pretty much, but it's really cool.
0: Yeah, like the way they the way they did this duel, like I didn't I didn't write down all the plays because frankly I don't really care. Um but it's really like narrative. It feels like playing yeah. like fit or fiasco, like a tabletop where you're like, ah, oh, and I now tell this story of what is gonna happen and that is how I win. Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't haven't Um, played Fiasco, but it does sound like a lot of fun.
0: Oh, Fiasco's so good. We should play Fiasco. I like, that's like the first tabletop RPG I played, and I was like, I didn't even know it was a tabletop RPG. It was just my friend came out and was like, hey, I've got this book. This is like a fun thing we could do over drinks. And I was like, so what is it? And he's like, oh, you just like say stuff and tell stories. I'm like, oh, cool. Nice. Uh, And then afterwards, he was like, this was a game. And I was like, this was a game? (laughs) We just played a game? What? You fooled me.
1: (laughs) Coaxed into into a game. how dare you no I'm a, i can't believe it i'm a gamer now I've, you've bestowed no. this curse upon me
0: uh, Look where that and we get there. a
1: weird aside gamer. where kaiba's like hey uh kaiba corp built this monster house and it can read your thoughts and make them reality which i guess just oh, means yeah. that there are holograms of the monsters now
0: I've just- I've written- I've written down that with just, like, a million question marks around it because, like, oh, what? Yeah, I didn't
1: understand it at all. Like, I couldn't understand if it meant, like, it could, like, cheat for them. Because we do find out that they have a cheating machine later, but there are also kind of hologram versions of the monsters, but that might all- they did that before, and I- so I don't know- Whatever.
0: Like the way the way this show uses technology is just like an excuse to draw the monsters. Yeah, that's like yeah, literally. I mean,
1: it always has. Like been, every time they go they. into
0: VR or whatever. I mean, it's good. I like to see it.
1: Uh, they start off, and Yami kind of falls into Daimon's trap, and he activates his his monster gets destroyed. And Daimon says he can read his mind, but I think it's just him, like, saying again that he's- he is able to really, like, read people and get a work of their strategy really quickly.
0: I don't think it's literally like, I can hear your thoughts, Yami, it's just like, I can read you. Yeah. Um... Um, I think there's like, I've written down that there's a flashback to an orange, and I think that's because earlier <laughs> oh, in the hospital- yeah. oranges are a running Yugi... theme in this
1: episode. Like, earlier in the hospital, yeah. Yugi offered an orange to Daimon, and he had a flashback to Kaiba offering him an orange, and then we, we find out here that the reason uh, Daimon fights for Kaiba is because uh, when he was sick, uh, Kaiba cared for him in his bed and he was really sweet, and you know.
0: And like- Gave him orange. Yeah, and gave him an
1: orange and everything. Uh, um, and he he like really liked learning games from games from Daimon, and he was a really sweet kid. Um, and so he he still holds that in his heart to this day, and that's why he fights for Kaiba. And it's it's really sweet.
0: Yeah. And I think we cut back to the game, and Yami plays
1: Big Tree. Yeah, he plays Big Tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Um, uh, I want big tree. I want that uh, to be big a card. tree.
0: Like, good. That's, that's that'll be my card, my special yeah. card, big tree. Um, <laughs> but like the the way he plays it, he's like he plays big tree and then plays like a river and he's like the river waters the tree. The tree drops seeds. The seeds sprout <laughs> and they tangle your bat. And it's like just really like poetic. Yeah, he
1: destroys two of the uh, like, monsters in one turn with the big tree, and it it's really cool. um
0: yeah, and this is like it's. It reminds me of playing um, Fate, where you just like the way you play is by just like changing bits of the story. Kind of, and it's a bit more than that, but like hmm. it's really cool. And like, yeah. I really like it. And it's not like a game at all. It's more like a story. Yeah, game. I mean, again, dual
1: monsters not making sense. Just like the cards work, or however you want them to, for dramatic effect.
0: It's like King Crimson. It just works.
1: Yeah. So uh, Daimon's time is running out. Apparently it's already been like, I don't know, two and a half hours or something. Or like two hours and 50 minutes. So Kaiba hits the power-up button on the wheelchair. Um, Like
0: the wheelchair like squirts life juice into him. Yeah, it
1: attaches a bunch of tubes to him that like shoot Gatorade into his blood and (laughs) stimulates his brain to distract him from like the pain of dying.
0: He's running on that special Gamer yeah. Juice gittery. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it also... It's Mountain Dew Code Red, actually.
0: Okay, yeah. The, that's what blood... That's the blood of yeah, Gamer's. Yeah, and
1: these like special binoculars drop down over Daimon's eyes that allow him to see Yugi's cards. And But Daimon pushes uh, it back this... up, and he's like, No, I can't do this. That's dishonorable. No cheating! I'm a true gamer. I like gamer. this old man True a lot. gamers don't cheat.
0: He's a true gamer. Yeah. Um... He like, a, okay, I've just run down what the fuck is an equipment card, because apparently now I actually do pay attention to the cards, and I lied earlier when I said I didn't, because what the fuck is an equipment card? But whatever. I have no idea. This, yeah, cares? so they both play monsters,
1: um, and uh, Daimon is playing a bunch of weak monsters, and Yugi's, Yami's just able to destroy them one after the other with the same dragon guy. Uh, so we find out that Daimon actually had a plan, and he uses his monsters in conjunction with his other card, Zombie Master, to power up the Zombie Master and kind of turn it into like uh, an unstoppable saw blade that just fucking destroys all of Yami's monsters.
0: I know I wasn't paying paying attention to this. I just wrote down that Yami wins oh. because.
1: <laughs> okay, so then, so then. <laughs> Uh, One of the cards that he played was the Fairy King. Yami brings the Fairy King back to life, which makes the Zombie Master turn to normal. And then he equips the King of Fairies with the Flute of Light, which gives him his ultimate attack and uh, destroys all of Daimon's monsters, and he loses. And Yami says, you may read people's hearts, but you can't read the card's hearts, it seems. So we are
0: very very close to the heart of the cards here. line. It's a very good line. Very good. This is... Oh, love it. Love it. Iconic like stan a legend all that um yeah and like as like daimon is like kind of dying he's like yugi you have to get back kaiba's kind heart (laughs) i Um, believe
1: you can bring back kaiba's good heart and yami is like so thankful to have met an opponent an opponent with the same respect for games that he has yeah true gamer
0: And then, like, the last thing in the episode is bringing back the orange symbolism. Yeah, like Kaiba's Kiba's walking out of the leaving monster the building. House.
1: Like, he has just abandoned Daimon, I guess. Just left him to die. Uh, and he steps on an orange on his... He, like, bumps into a kid who's carrying oranges and then steps on one of them on his way out.
0: It crushes beneath his strong, healed feet. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. Kaiba
1: feet. um. Perfect. Yeah, and and Kaiba's like, next time, Yugi, you will face me. Sorry.
0: Sorry, I woke my, I woke my cat up again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am sorry.
1: And um, yeah, that's the end of the episodes. Yeah, that's um, the episode. Next time, um, on the next episodes, Kaiba will be taking Grandpa Moto hostage. Oh no. And they'll be playing the ultimate game battle. The name of it is Death Tea.
0: These are. This is when shit gets good. Uh,
1: and then there's oh. also going to be a hellish shooting game, and a capsule monster duel with Mokova. So look forward to that. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool.
0: I actually already watched these episodes because yeah.
1: I want to know what Death Tea is. Basically,
0: cool. oh, it's. I. It sounds exactly what like you think it is. I think. Ah, oh, it's good. Um, you want to do questions?
1: Hell yeah! How many questions have we got?
0: I have the questions. Um, we have a question from official boyfriend of the show, Doctor Activationary. There, right? there, I said it. I said Hell it right. Yeah. Are you proud of me? You Argo. did it. Um, I did it, and. So he says if you had a millennium item what would it be and why and there's another ass that says caveat to the question i asked the item does not have to be from the series it could be any object you want
1: Okay. Uh, that's a really broad I've question. I've actually okay. If it can just be anything.
0: I've actually I have an exact answer for this because i sat awake the other night just like thinking about it like oh if i had a like literally i have thought about this a lot. Okay. Um and mine would be a pair of like a little pair of sewing scissors because um like this whole last two weeks because i've been working in theater um whenever i work backstage in theater i wear this like pair of sewing scissors around my neck (laughs) on a chain not a chain like a cord like literally a piece of string that i find and tied through the handle of them because they're really useful and like i have this little pair of scissors and they're shaped like like a crane Okay. But like the beak of the crane is this scissors, like that that that's like a really common design for sewing scissors. Mm-hmm. I think it was developed in like Victorian times and it's just really cool. So a lot of little sewing snips are like that. No rules. Um but my millennium my millennium item would be one of those. Um also the version I have is like really cool like blue green tempered steel. Ooh. And I just love those little scissors and like they help me out on a daily basis and they help me do my job. So that would be my my millennium item and I don't know exactly what the their power would be. Actually I do. I think it would the power of my sewing scissors millennium item would be kind of like Best Genus from My Hero Academia, where I can I just manipulate threads so I can just fix people's costumes yeah. from far away. So that would be my
1: that's <laughs> like, yeah. I love it. The
0: Millennium Scissors.
1: Hmm. Uh My Millennium Item would be the Millennium Earbuds. So I can listen to podcasts, and their power is uh, they don't ever die. I have a problem with earbuds just fucking dying on me. So I just want earbuds that always work, are good quality, don't Big sound mood. like I'm listening to shit through a tin can. That's all I ask for.
0: Big mood. Yeah. And then our second question is, which Jewel Monsters card so far represents your inner self? And I think we've established that it's Big Tree.
1: <laughs> yeah, your Big Tree. I am, uh, honestly, probably Karibo.
0: Has Karibo been shown, though? No,
1: not yet, but, like, I mean, everybody knows Karibo.
0: Valid. Fair. Shown in our hearts. Um, oh yeah, uh at the end I've like realized that I've never said what our intro and our out- outro themes are. Um so if anyone wants to know, our intro theme is like Yami's theme from season zero. I think we talked about it in the first episode, but like it's the thing that plays every time. Almost Yami every time. I actually don't zero. think it
1: played in either of these episodes.
0: It's they've kind of stopped doing it for a wee bit. But, like it used to be like the really cool music, yeah its strange, um,
1: uh but yeah, it shreds.
0: We, we also sometimes use like the Kaiba hacking theme to smooth over connection issue. I don't actually know where Kaiba hacking theme is from, like it that's just what it's comes just, up when you search Kaiba <laughs> hacking theme It's not on specifically
1: YouTube. his hacking theme. it just kind of plays whenever he's around in the anime, like he he'll just show up on screen and it'll be playing, like he doesn't necessarily have to be hacking. But it is very much—it is very much like a hacker's anthem. Like that is kind of the tone of it, pretty much.
0: It's good. It's good. And and so like our outro music is "No Matter What," which is the no best matter- song ever. Oh, I love it so much. It's so good. And it's like some—it's from like somewhere in Duelist Kingdom. It's-, it's from
1: near the like- end when uh, Joey and Yugi have to duel each other.
0: Yeah, I. Fucking have no idea who it's by. I'm just hoping that like Like... whoever it's by doesn't care that we've used it on every episode of our podcast. (laughs) You just listen to the lyrics and it's
1: like wow. They really are friends, huh? Like it's it's all about how these friends have to duel each other and how, you know, even you know They're closer than brothers. No matter what, they'll still be friends. Even, you know, if one if one of them has to lose, like
0: until the they'll, end. They'll be it's so closer
1: thin. than brothers no matter what.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm Sarah McClintock. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes. You can find me on Tumblr at Cosmemer. I have an Etsy shop called Really Big Dice. Here are you.
1: Hmm? Oh, you're done Just already? Existentially. Wow. Uh, I am Argyle Funk. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. I can be found on the Extra Credit Podcast, where we read bad things from the internet. Uh, that is at T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. You can find me on the Jergonit Podcast. Uh, I am on three episodes so far, including the most recent official episode. The most recent one was actually a fanfic reading. It's kind of a supplemental one. Um, but I am on the season two finale episode. Uh, it is... I guess I I didn't mention it on the last episode, but it's a show about Secret Life of the American Teenager, and I'm pretty sure anybody that listens to this also listens to it. So you can find that show at jergenit.tumblr.com. That is J-U-E-R-G-E-N-I-T.tumblr.com. Uh, the show is bad, the podcast is good, so give it a listen.
0: You know, and... it took me so long to listen to it because I couldn't figure out how the fuck Jurgen was spelled.
1: <laughs> yeah, So sorry. thank you for spelling that. I-, I realized I didn't spell it on the last episode either, and that's kind of a... It- it's a pain in the ass to spell, so...
0: Yeah, anyway. Are you going to read out Norman Reedus copypasta because you haven't done it yet, or are we just going to end the podcast? I
1: didn't... I don't really like that as a sign-off, to be honest. I like just that's saying, fine, you know, right? I'm going to... And now I... With that, I end my podcast, or Live and Let Duel, or whatever. I like those. Like, live and I think Let Duel is so
0: fucking good! Nice.
1: I said both of them last week, but, like, Maxi was screaming about Norman Reedus' ass cheeks over me, so it didn't really register. <laughs>
0: that's good i feel like that episode has ended already
1: yeah well with that i end my podcast live and let duel gamers
0: live and let duel we are closer than brothers <laughs> now we have to fight each other and we trust our faith to the heart
1: of the car